Good, af- good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Welcome to another episode of Shoot Your Shot Podcast. I am your host, Diddy, aka Kyrie Kirving, aka Mr. Shoot Your Shot, and to my left, my co-host. Hi, hello everyone. Welcome to my weekly diary of how I talk myself out of men. I'm Stephanie, your host. <laughs> Uh, so how was your weekend? <laughs> how was your weekend? What did I, I drink too much wine. That's my real issue. Cause I'm not, I don't smoke weed. It's wine. It's giving me short term memory loss. Um, I went to Nudie's little party on Saturday with the crew. That was super fun. There was like everybody was at that upscale thing, so it was like black people I actually haven't seen before, and I was like, oh, this is. And then Sunday, uh, we were going to have Sunday Funday at Jade's for the Super Bowl, but we ended up going out. But that was fun too. Oh yeah, I had a I went to the Super Bowl party. I saw you Saturday, um, Friday. I was what was it on Friday? Oh yeah, Friday Friday I was in Columbus uh, for uh, Orange Soda. Three. Oh, you went? Yeah. I saw that. That looked so much fun. I was like, damn. If I like driving, I would go. Oh, for sure. So it was it was love. It was love. Um. And then Saturday, I, Saturday morning, I surprised my mother at her fourth annual um, Silent Heroes Black History Month luncheon. Um, Saturday night, I pulled up on my homies. At, and Sunday, watched the Super Bowl, saw the Eagles win. So we defeated Tom Brady and white privilege for at least one year literally when they won i was like oh my god racism didn't win because like <laughs> look like look tom brady the illuminati and like everyone was so hyped like when they scored that touchdown i was like they done left tom brady too much time and left brady too much time and then when he got that sack fumble and then you know they didn't close it out but kicked the field goal i was like look niggas like it's still brady he still got 60 seconds and you know that nigga illuminati I wouldn't celebrate just yet. But, um, yeah, Philly won, and they proceeded to tear the fucking city apart. Um, Have you seen the Snapchat? Did you see that guy eating horse shit? Yeah, you know what color he was, but we're not going to talk about it. Mm-hmm. I, and then they flipped somebody's car over. Like, you know, I'm like. That's called rioting. It's rioting. It's, it's rioting. That's what they're doing. No, I'm not even going to turn this into a race thing. I just don't understand, like. You know how pissed off I'd be if I came outside and I saw my car flipped? No, they tell you, like, okay, so my space is a little different because, again, I was in Cleveland when the Cavs won in 2016. Mm-hmm. And the city went bananas, like, obviously. Um, first major sports championship in, like, 50 years. Um, But they tell you, like, the police tells you. Not to leave your cars. Not to leave your, like. <laughs> like not to leave your cars downtown which was a little because we parked downtown but we parked a little like a little, a little off like not to leave your they shut down the street 
Um, hell, when we, we was even driving back to my um my homegirl's mama's house because we drove up because she's from there. They like closed the interstate exits leading to downtown. They was like, if you're not already in downtown, it's 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 over for it's you. Rough. Um, so they yeah they warn you, but also um, it's it's just you know it's bridal unbridled joy and you know celebration. Um, especially if it's your first title, like it was the Eagles' first title. Um, or in Cleveland's case, it was the city's first title since like '64. Cavs' first title. Um, so I get part of it. I just, you know, they fucked up the Ritz Carlton. Um, they literally fucked up a little on it. Um, climbing up shit like it was. It was real. It's real crazy. Real bro. white. It was white. Hey, but you know, it's not rioting though, because you know, we're Caucasian. Um, but I'm sleep. Um, other thing I want to talk to. I want to talk about a little bit. Um, before we get into our actual topics, is um, check on your little homies. Like when I say the little homies, I'm talking about like the under 18 going through middle school, high school, little homies. Like we, the older we get, we start to think that um, anyone younger than us doesn't have issues or we're not going through shit because, you know, we went through it and we somehow survived it. But like check on the little homies. Um, uh, I had uh, had a, a, a nephew of mine um, like try to uh, commit suicide. And. And it's, it was like, you know what like you because because the kid's a kid so young and and you're like how do you get to that point in your mindset and like i know there's a reasoning why which i'm not going to share publicly because it's not my business to share other people's business um just moral of the story just like we always do welfare checks on people our age and older because you know we know that um depression and mental illness is prevalent but check on the little homies too. Um, especially now, like with, you know, with the cyberbullying and the bullying in general, like, you know, I've, I've read one too many stories too, too, you know, about young kids committing suicide. And that, you know, something that is like, it's, it's heartbreaking to hear. Um, so I ain't going to go on my soapbox, but check on your people. Um, that's all I got to say about that. So, <laughs> awkward segue. Um, so this is the last episode we are going to be recording before Valentine's Day. Um, it's been established. I believe in cuffing season. She doesn't. So, because I believe in cuffing season, I believe that this is the Super Bowl of said cuffing season. Listen. So my um, wow, I spaced out super hard just now. Okay, I'm here. I'm present. Hi. Hello, everyone. My cousin was talking to me today, and she said that her therapist told her that she might have intimacy anorexia. That sounds made up. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds made up. Let me explain it to you. So people who have gone through traumatic things in their life, mm-hmm. like they can, when they're with someone, they're so engulfed. Like you get a high off of that. So like the informs the anorexia. You eat food, but like it's also your enemy because you're not comfortable with it because of what it does to you. So when you've gone through traumas in your life with nothing but having like bad relationships and stuff, when you get intimacy, like it's it gives you that high that you want from it, but your fear of it outweighs it. So inevitably you keep yourself in this pattern of certain relationships. So it's going to fail. But then once it fails, like you starve yourself out. So you like cut yourself off from all types of intimacy. I don't know. It it 
it made me get to thinking on when you're saying like cuffing season stuff, whatever. This is like relevant, but not irrelevant. But I just wanted to throw it out there to people who might have something that they can look up because I know I'm going to be looking it up. But continue. Hey, I mean, we see, I used to just call that trust issues um, <laughs> because I, I think the people who are the most guarded fall the hardest once someone breaks through their wall. Like, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, you build up this wall and then someone, you know, goes X Games, climbs Mount Everest, and be like, oh my God, like he climbed my wall and she climbed my walls. Like she she really fucks with me. He really fucks with me. And then y'all just fall into a, a complete like just pile of like emotions <laughs> because like, you know, you're not used to somebody actually giving a fuck to break down these walls because most people are like, they see Mount Everest and they're like, I'm good. I'm going to go up this fence instead of climb this mountain. But, um, so being that, you know, this is Valentine's day coming up. And so I, we kind of, I kind of wanted to just talk about, um, a couple of different things involving Valentine's day. Um, questions that I've seen floating around my timeline, my group chats, um, just in general. The first one is how soon in a courting slash dating relationship do you expect to either do or get something for Valentine's Day? I'm asking you first because you know. You're the woman in here. I don't think it... There's like two levels. If you ask me on a date around Valentine's Day, I'm like... Did you hear my stomach? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Wrong person. Real helpful. Um, cause like, okay. I only like flowers, so it's like that's not it's not that deep to me. Okay, so so this first came up because I was getting lunch with um one of my friends who was in town. She she took like a she took one of those like self care days and then just pull, and pulled up on me. And so we were talking. The one you went to sushi with? Yeah. Oh, tell the homie I say what's up. I we will, we will. Um, so we just so we was talking, and then she was just like, even if you're not in a relationship, like an official, official, like title relationship, like if you've been dealing with him, like you should do something with him on for Valentine's Day. And I was like, well, I don't know, because I'm like, if you not my girl. I'm not 100% sure I want to do something on Valentine's Day with you, especially or nothing, especially not in anything like extravagant. You know what I mean? And so I was trying to figure out, like, is there it's like, is there a time that just one has to put in before, like, the Valentine's Day stuff becomes more of a requirement? Because I know, like, if you're in if you're married, for example, Pretty sure you can't get away with just doing nothing on Valentine's Day. Or if you're even in, like, a committed relationship, pretty sure you can't get away with not, with not doing anything on Valentine's Day. But, like, if you're just, like, you know, courting, if you're talking, like, if you're in, in those gray areas, like, where... If where, you ask me on a date and it's around Valentine's Day, I'm not expecting a gift. Well, okay, if you and I are talking around Valentine's Day, I'd more so expect a date. Because well, it's Valentine's Day, but I don't know. Gifts is a hard thing for me because I I don't typically do. I'm gifts. not a gift expecting person because I could care less. It's not in my top five. 
well, it's in my love languages, but it's at the very bottom. I just gifts don't do much for me. And I, and that's what I was thinking. I was thinking because like especially um because this year Valentine's Day falls on like a Wednesday. Um, so like realistically, this this will be coming out on Friday. So realistically, it's either this weekend, the the ninth or the tenth. No, if they didn't ask you by now, you gonna have some shitty dinner plans. Facts, or it's gonna be some like come through and chill. We'll eat. We'll we'll get some you know get some takeout on some cool shit. Like at this point, it's um we're recording it like the week before. If you ain't make dinner plans now, you pretty much shit out of luck. <laughs> Like on some real shit. Um, well, if I'm SOL then. Just because, you know, you don't, because no one, again, we told, we told people when we was doing the Valentine's Day playlist to uh, make your reservations now. Um, so I think, I just think, I think it's, it depends on the feel. I mean, I remember last year, um, I wasn't in a relationship, but like I got somebody like a small gift, you know, but it meant a lot to them because they they fucked with that small gift because I paid attention to what that person likes and was like, hey, I can do something for cheap. That will get me brownie points because I actually paid attention to what this person likes. Um, But I think I think you got to play it by ear. And but I'm also in a when in doubt, don't do shit because. That'll that'll tell you where you stand real quick as far as um any type of gray area because if you don't do shit and she don't flip out you're like all right cool I know where we stand but if you don't do shit and she does flip out okay cool I know where I know where we stand um so that's my my thing um any other thoughts on that before we get into the next topic mm, no all right so keeping in touch with Valentine's Day. As a woman, um, say a woman who, okay, do it for a woman that's in a relationship and then a woman that's not. <coughs> what are your expectations on Valentine's Day? For a woman in a relationship versus not. I don't know why you guys ask me questions about relationships. I don't know anything. Well, beloved, you are my female <laughs> co-host. So that's why I I don't know. Most of my friends in relationships, they always expect a gift and a date and blah blah blah. Okay, because like, okay, we're just gonna kind of lump because I like a couple other topics. We're just gonna kind of lump them into a Valentine's Day discussion. I just want flowers. If somebody will just send me some flowers, I'll be happy. Ever somebody asked me, never mind. I don't know if they listen or not. If they don't, they should. (laughs) <laughs> to tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend no i'm just wanted some flowers for valentine's day and this nigga asked me if i wanted to meet up in a different city you know how ungrateful you sound right now i mean i just wanted some flowers but this nigga wanted me to fly to a whole oh, other city it's more complicated than that <laughs> i'm just telling you how you sound of course there's complications everything in your life has complications but i'm just saying <laughs> i mean i want to fly but this thing want to fly me out Ugh. oh ungrateful ass it's cool it's like it's not in a city that either of us live in so it's called it's called the meet halfway yeah but he offered to play for the ticket he told me to look up flight side again it's okay to not want some shit, but but you sound a real like ungrateful, ungrateful at this point. Um, okay, so for me, 
the part of the reason I I tr- almost try to be single on Valentine's Day is because that's because you're trash. No. Here's, okay. Here's what here's what it is. Like if I'm in a relationship, I'm in a relationship. But if I'm single, I'm single. Nigga, I save way much money. I save way more money when I'm single on Valentine's Day versus when I am not. In fact. Well, that sounds about right. Because, like, you, as a man, you do all of this shit, and then your gift is the same gift that you've hypothetically been getting for the the duration of your relationship, just wrapped up in some new packaging. You're like, what the fuck? What the fuck is this? And so... That's kind of my view was like, and you know, like Valentine's Day is, is it puts niggas in the red versus anything. Like you expect a gift and a date versus a nigga probably maybe will get some sex at the end of the night. If, if everything goes well, the same, the same sex that he, he got two nights before and the same sex he'll get two nights after that is just like, but it's a zero sum, it's a lose lose, right? Because if he doesn't do the shit, then he won't get anything. So it's like, niggas can't really win on Valentine's Day. Uh, okay. Um, do you celebrate Sweetest Day? Never day is my year on Sweetest Day. Cause like I again, I asked um All of my dating experiences are during the summer, so I can avoid all big holidays. Thank you so much. You're trash. <laughs> Since I'm trash, nigga, you're trash. The fuck? <laughs> that was so hard. I, I purposely date in the summer. That way I could avoid all the holidays because I ain't trying to spend no money on a nigga. Bleep, 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 bleep. No, that's not what I meant. That's what I heard. <laughs> so if you want to translate that, please feel free. No. Okay, then. <laughs> Case closed, your honor. All you want. Case closed, your honor. <laughs> Bring in the dancing lobsters, um, <laughs> but like I mean that's part of the part. But I no, nah, I say I, I I jokingly or half jokingly call you trash. But it's true. Like the the warmer you the warmer months, you can kind of finesse your way out of spending spending big coins unless you date like a summer baby. And if you're dating a Leo, you're already fucked up anyway. In my opinion, because woo Leos are trash human beings. Don't do that to yourself. Listen, my God, they're the hey, worst. Diddy, Diddy did that Gemini, so ho- Gemini's. Diddy did that so hopefully you ain't have to go through that. <laughs> Jayla is Jayla a Leo. Man, listen. All I'm saying is don't date Leos. Just save yourself. Save like they're honestly. worse than Gemini's, and y'all love saying a Gemini. Is See, because here's the thing: like it's like the Gemini is like the. It's like the devil, you know. They're everyone, everyone knows. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. So everyone knows about the Gemini to watch out. Niggas be sleep on the trash that is Leos. Leos are the most self-centered, narcissistic, selfish, aloof, aloof human beings, and just pure evil to ever walk this planet. And but the Leos are great at mind games, though. They and will, they will they, manipulate the entire fuck out of you. And there's two sides. They're either extremely loyal and faithful or they're cheating on, their, on your ass. And you won't know until the other person decides to reach out to you and tell you. <laughs> come to you as a come to you as woman a, <laughs> to woman. Yes, I'm talking from experience, clearly. But so am I, boy. Leos God, are just. Leos are. Whew. 
I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Listen, so if you haven't if you haven't sex around the month of like around Thanksgiving, use protection because we don't need any more Leos in the world. Oh, you said around. Okay. I thought you were about to say no Valentine's Day sex, so we don't have Scorpios. And I ain't got no beef. Somebody with, who's, I, I, I ain't got no beef with Scorpios. Well, good, because as somebody whose birthday is November fifteenth, I take personal offense to that. I mean, you're trash for an entirely different reason. <laughs> so I ain't got, I got no beef with Scorpios at all. You're just trash for different purposes. Um, but yeah, we really got off topic. We got triggered by Leos. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, um, so yeah, so you date in the summer, you know, it's che- generally cheaper. But like for me, again, I'm generally single on Valentine's Day. Part of it is circumstance, but part of it's also by choice. Like I'm not gonna rush into some shit around Valentine's Day because that's just gonna mean extra money out of my pocket. I've also been single around my birthday a lot, so I've never had a chance to recoup the gift that I may have given on their birthday. And if you're single in December, you're probably just going to keep it riding and be single in February too, because there's no point in getting in another relationship. Um, but I was asking people, cause like, again, like I've seen many comments, men, male and female saying like Valentine's day is for the woman. Valentine's day for the woman. And then like, and then you like, well, what oh, for sorry. the Sorry, I said intimacy anorexia, and it's sexual anorexia. I want you guys to look up the right things, but please look it up. Yeah, sexual anorexia. Um, we called it trust issues back in my day, but apparently there's an actual term. There's an actual. The more you know. Um, <laughs> rainbow effect. Um, <laughs> but, but, like, generally, like... I've heard multiple times like Valentine's Day is for the woman. And so my question was, I was like, you know, well, Sweetest Day is for the man. But like I looked up Sweetest Day, you know, did my Googles and Sweetest Day is only celebrated in like 10 states. It's only a Midwestern thing. So if you outside the Midwest, nobody cares about it. Nobody cares about it. And Until the introduction of um, Twitter, now niggas talk about Sweetest Day on Twitter. Because niggas want gifts too, B. Listen, one of the issues, and another thing I talked about, and um, I, I, met, I met some pushback because, you know, it's Twitter, um, is like 75% of the men I know in relationships only get like the only quote unquote day that is theirs is their birthday. Everything else well, there you go. is at least shared or predominantly the woman in the relationship. Again, we're speaking heterosexual relationships because, you know, niggas are sensitive and I want to be inclusive. Um, And so, like, it's just one of those things where it's like, you really, <laughs> if you a man, a relationship is a financial investment, which is part of one of the reasons I, I, I agree with the philosophy that if you're not financially secure, you shouldn't really be out here until you get financially secure. Is because it's a lot of money, and if you if you still trying to focus on securing your bag, you can't focus on securing your bag if you're trying to finance her bag. Just my opinion. Um, any other thoughts on Valentine's Day as a whole? It's not trash. Um, it's not trash. It's, yeah, that's all I got. I haven't had a good Valentine's Day since 2015. I don't know. I'm somber this year. I don't know. I haven't had a. I've kind of had an actual Valentine's yeah. Day like production 
in a while since I think I might have been in like college. And that way, and when you're in college, you can get away with doing cheap shit because, you know, everyone's broke. <laughs> so niggas just be like, all right, well, you know, you can get away with that. But I generally, again, I try to stay single on Valentine's <laughs> Day if I can help it. You're so funny. You know, just, just for, for financial uh, purposes. <laughs> and now that, like, I haven't been in a, in a relationship in a minute, I, I just don't see a need to get to rush into one around Valentine's Day. Just not, just don't see it. Um, and more women need to celebrate Sweetest Day. If if Valentine's Day is for the woman, then shit, the men need some gifts too. Cause <laughs> what happened to equal rights? <laughs> in my opinion. Um, okay, so you had something you want to talk about, and I want to get to that next. Oh, that consent thing. I wondered. No, I forgot to screenshot it. I think I saved it, but that's too much work. We're talking Anyways. about the, 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 the first day at the. At the house. So originally, a girl posted a series of tweets. It's now in the shade room, so you can go see it there. Of this guy basically asking their first date to be at his house. Um, the girl wasn't comfortable with it, which, okay, I can see that. And instead of just cutting him off, she felt a need to explain herself. I'm going to pause for a second here. Women, stop explaining yourself. If you know you don't want to do something and that person is now coercing you into doing it, you're just going on a back and forth of manipulation where you could just cut this, cut that energy. Stop, stop subjecting yourself to things you don't even want to be a part of. You're the both at this point, the both of you are just trying to get your viewpoints and make that person agree with each other. And I don't understand why you're don't do that to yourself. It's a waste. Now back to the story. So she posted, it starts like round one of Twitter wars, you know? Dun, 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 dun. I just don't understand and and it's just like okay whatever we're here every other day I mean listen on Twitter there's literally a wheel okay I just can't we just do like a fly out story again man we gotta break down the cost of a fly out did we break down the cost of a fly out on this podcast before Um, nah cause like Listen, and once you break down the cost of the fly, you start to understand why certain people expect certain things while doing the fly out. But that's a different. That's All right, story you're trash. Time. Anyways, I'm not saying this right. I'm just saying the expectations. That's why. I be, no, again, you're not allowed to have expectations on people ever. That's how everybody in this world is fucked up as it is. Anyway, so we'll, then this guy we'll, we'll comes back and he has a Twitter thread asking women why they'd be so uncomfortable on the first date. And somewhere in the midst of that tweet, or series of tweets, he inserted in there, you go home with a nigga on the first night, but you won't go there for a first date. And in the times of Harry Winston's, Harvey Weinstein's, whatever the fuck his name is, a Bill Cosby and all those other ones, y'all love showing that you guys are right there with them. Just slide it in. Time out. T for timeout. How T do, for timeout. How does that comment? No, it doesn't. Well, that was okay. extreme. Oh, because I was I'm just like, saying, did... like, you guys are like, that's if you can't understand why a woman would be would object to the idea of having a date at home. I just I don't want to hear anything you have to say after that. It's just she doesn't want to do it. And it's fine. And in the times we, we are in right now, just, like, let women be. Let them have autonomy. All right. Here's my thought process on that. One. Okay, so I legitimately see both sides. 
You always do. Let me <laughs> go ahead. start. Go ahead. First and foremost, I'm the type where I just got trust issues, trust issues in general, so I don't really want to, you to meet me at my house if I don't know you. Because I also have a whole, I also have a full-blown, like, don't pop up on me rule. Like, no matter who you are, if you do not give prior notice or pr- ask for permission to come over, you if you pull up on me, you will be ignored. Don't care who you are. Unless you're my mom. And even my mom will not pull up on me because she lives far enough away where she got to call and make sure I'm there. You already know. Don't don't come up on me from the right side. That's different. Because <laughs> your, your ass don't have peripheral vision. I can't vision. do pop-ups. No, it's only on the right side. Anyways, back to my point. So I already don't like people. I already have a rule. Don't pop up on me in general. So unless I know you, unless I've, you know, I've built a, such a rapport... I don't, I, I don't want to, don't want our first interaction to be at my house because chicks out here setting up niggas too. Like niggas getting robbed out here. Mm-mm. And you know what? I w- <laughs> don't know. Don't you, don't, don't you dare. Cause, cause, cause y'all, at, cause some, some, some of your, some of your feminist allies advocating robbing niggas and that's problematic. <laughs> In itself. Jamila, well, some girl randomly tweeted it and Jamila Lamosa said, yep, the new rule is if he asks you on a date, first date to his house, set that nigga Which is problematic in of itself, but you know, no one cares about that. No one cares about women being problematic. Five men start, five men get robbed and ends up on TML. TL, I bet y'all stop asking women to come over for a first date, whatever. All right, granted. All right, keep going. <laughs> problematic <laughs> very problematic i thought it was funny of course you did because <laughs> that's who you are as a person um you the one never mind but start like start stabbing these niggas exact another problematic thing you we got to get you to fuck out of here eventually um <laughs> so i ain't got that I, I like i'm not the type to, to do that but i understand the thought process is because we look if you're looking at it from purely a financial investment standpoint, m- more and more men are not really okay with the idea I have to pay to find out if I like you or not, or if I, if I, if I don't like you. So they're trying to lower the financial investment where, where they can by instead of going out to a restaurant, is by, by having the first day in their home. Whether it's cooking, you know, or whether it's, um, you know, ordering in or whatever, you know, they're trying to lower their financial investment. Now, I've had times where I've met somebody out and then we've went back to my house. But I've met somebody out before. Um, so that's so that I think that's where that's where the motivation to have that first date in the house comes from is comes from majority a, a a financial motivation of like let me try to lower the cost of this first date wherever possible by instead of going out to a restaurant or going out you know to an event trying to do something with Wait, it let me let me, cut, let me cut let me cut let me cut okay there also is for for a certain subsection of a population a sexual motivation to because certain problematic trash ass people feel like they can easily finesse sex 
if there are, if you may already have the home court advantage. I will acknowledge that that is a motivation for some people. I got a hot take. <sighs> Your hot take's going to piss me off, but go ahead. No, it's not actually. Go ahead. Go See, ahead. one time this guy asked me on a date and he said, you choose. And so I opted to cook dinner for him on the first date at his house because I wanted to have sex. <laughs> And so, and so I think, so that, so if we're talking about why the motivation to meet at the house is, if I had to put, put a percentage on it, I think it was 70, it's 75% financial, um, because how an in-house date is cheaper than going out and doing some shit, especially on the first date. I don't want to spend X amount of money if I don't, to find out I don't like your ass. And then 25% is probably like, that just a, sounds so, ugh. It's, it sounds, uh, but it's in, in like, to you, it sounds. Uh, but it's listen, ladies, listen, me. listen, Linda, listen. This is why I always advise that y'all stop dating broke niggas. I advise they stop dating broke niggas too. Okay. I advise broke niggas stop dating because I feel like <laughs> go find somebody that'll spend some money on you. Eh. They're out there. But eh. anyways, but I understand the women side of it as well. But like, nigga, I don't know. I you. don't know you. I don't know if this is safe. I don't know. I don't know. It's safe. And then, you know, even if, you know, you give the address, you share the location with your homegirls. I, you know, I've shared a location with the homies when I went out of town uh, to meet somebody. If something happens in that moment, like the homies can't get there, you know, stuff like that. So I get both sides of it. I think a lot of people be so entrenched in the, to argue some shit. They don't they don't try to understand the other side of you. Um. And so I think a compromise, I think, I think in this day and age, we have to become even more creative as, as people in dating. I think you have to kind of try to break away from the mold of just a, a simple dinner in a movie or just like, let's go get something to eat and try to really do some shit that's fun. That may be a little more cost efficient to kind of cut that difference. Cause I understand not one to like spend all your bread on somebody you don't even know or may not even grow to like. And I also understand the woman side of you. Like, I don't want to just meet at your crib because I don't know you. And it should be different than taking a nigga home on first night or take or have or being taken home is because ideally, and you know, one night stands is a whole nother dynamic. That's you, like you, the both of you, both of you, and you guys have established coercion, and too. you have established just some some sort of rapport. Like, okay, I'm uh, cool with this. Proud of you, friend. Listen, no, you try. People try to paint me as some Neanderthal, but I'll be having some ideas, man. He's not that bad, guys. He's not that bad. Um, but yeah, more of the story. I think, and I, I think what you said was was pretty on the ball like stop arguing with, with people <laughs> boy and one thing i've learned in the years of our in my years past years of arguing when you don't give people that attention that they're seeking they will come back and meet you with a whole different stance don't argue with people just don't accept their behavior like on both sides of the coin like put it like this because just like just like you said there's there's um men out here willing to spend money nigga there's there's what? women out here who's willing who's okay yeah. with that yeah, no, I always you gotta, find the people you who are fi- for you. Find it, find, keep that same energy and find the people who keep that same energy with you. Instead, instead of, try- of trying to change somebody, 
Yeah, what you said? <laughs> Yo, no, write this down. This is like one of the few times that we agree on some shit. Write this down, notate it. That's why I thought it. Like that's why I guess I don't have the energy to get involved in Twitter arguments anymore. Like, yeah, they serve a purpose for this show, so we have things to hey, talk about. I appreciate y'all niggas with y'all Twitter arguments. Y'all give us content. But so. even like half the time we be on the show, and I just be like. I'm not getting into this. Like, I just refuse. But I don't know. I guess you get to a point where you just look at people and you're like, you and I are not the same person. I'm not about to sit here. And we said this on the first episode of this of the, this year. I'm saving my energy. I'm saving my energy. I'm not here to make you agree with my opinion. I have mine. I stand in it. It might not always be right. But I know I know the difference between trying to make somebody else right and actually hearing them out. And a lot of y'all just want to make people hear a lot of y'all niggas love to talk and don't like to listen. Y'all just love to hear the sound of y'all own voice. And I and niggas is gender neutral because it's both men and women who do this. Because even in that, that text conversation. Like, like, that text conversation should have been like two messages long. When he said, <laughs> literally, oh, I thought we could have had the first date at my house. I'm not interested. Oh, well, nope. Red. I promise you, like, if she should have just left him at red. If I already tell you I'm not interested and you don't, that text after that is like, well, how about we do this instead? Red. And even and even bringing it back to another, you know, topic where like we had that disagreement of, of what do if what the guy said to the girl who was, he was trying to shoot a shot and was disrespectful or not. Remember that? It's like you know the Founders Day situation. He didn't he didn't continue to argue with Shorty after she said she wasn't interested. He was like, all right, bet cool. And, I'm and, out. And, and, and kept it, and kept, and kept it, and, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, we could argue whether or not how he reproached with disrespectful. We disagreed on that, but, like, I think we can agree on, like, he didn't, he wasn't disrespectful after receiving a response. He was like, all right, bet, cool. All right, cool. And that's how more people should be. Again, but niggas, niggas fall in love, not even with hearing the sound of her own voice, because most of this is done through text conversations. Niggas just love trying to get the last word in on anything. And so that, desire to have that last statement prolongs arguments way longer than they really need to go hell yeah um any any other comments on that before we move on to the next topic no but i have a story time but a story time later uh after after we yes okay um it's not real story time we, we ain't trying to get people jammed up on the pod. Ooh. No, it's before really before just, we go to the next topic. Before before we go to the next topic, we 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 shut down some group chats last week with the end of our conversation about about your desire about anal play. Did we, bro? Like I was getting reports uh. like like y'all went <laughs> left really quickly. Uh, people was like having conversations about like. Would you, how would you feel if, if your girl proposed it? Or how would you feel if your man proposed it? What would you do it? Like, look. <laughs> Just stick a, stick a thumb in the booty. Surprise. Again, do not surprise anybody with any sexual action. That's, that's rape first culture. First of all, the first rape time culture. I had a finger in my booty, it was a surprise. So I just feel like do the same to the nigga. You might find out he liked it like I did. Two wrongs don't make a right. <laughs> no, but I I do understand that like that's why I think we need to have we need to have a more more of a conversation about consent. Is because like sometimes it feels like asking for consent in certain areas can ruin the mood. Like, mm-hmm. can I stick a thumb up your butt versus 
figuring the only time that that's ever been us is when they're like oh so we do our anal no the hell we not boy saving that for marriage and y'all know how i feel about marriage you're fucking petty you're (laughs) you're you're, why are you like this i feel like i ask you why are you like this at least once an episode austin asks me that every time i see him i ask austin that every time i see him so very sad. He posted a semi new to his uh, TO. I added a sparkly to it, a sparkly effect, and turned it. It's so cute. I'm I'm not. I'm never gonna see it. <laughs> You'll never see it. I'm never gonna see it because I, I mean he posted the semi new to to his Snapchat I, I, timeline. So oh I yeah, like, I don't oh. I don't I don't follow him on Snapchat. <laughs> he doesn't gonna let everybody do that. I mean I mean you got thirst trapping ain't dead. Niggas just scared. <laughs> I wish I had it in me to thirst trap. I wish I had it in me to shoot my shot. But I said I'm not dating again until I shoot my shot at that person. So listen, thirst trapping is an art, it, and if you do it wrong, you can look really bogus. Now my question is, how does now? What do you believe is a thirst trap for men? Because we all know what a thirst trap is for women. Like what? How, like how does a man thirst trap? Use your words, not your pictures, because I don't want anything sent to me in the form of a picture, unless it's a meme from a guy. Unless it's, a, I do like a good selfie every one once in a while, because when a guy like getting ready for work is is getting ready for work and sends me a picture of them headed out and they're just smiling, that's so cute. How do you thirst trap with words, beloved? I don't know. Y'all figure it out. You can't say shit, man. For me, you know, if somebody's like, you hungry? Who thirst trap of the year. Ah, you're a terrible person. Um, That's a thirst trap if you ask me. You hungry? So, so, hey, someone did say if you send if you send if you send her a you hungry text instead of a what you doing text at two o'clock in the morning, you might get a response. Um, I mean, just you know, give her a happy meal, like food with a side of dick. Figure it out. Um, do you believe in right person, wrong time? As far as like romantic relationships are concerned? No. Why not? Um, if you're supposed to be in my life, you'll be the you'll be in my life. I disagree. I disagree. I get that. Because I, so I do believe in right person, wrong time because I believe that Often, sometimes, opportunity exists for us that we're that we a don't see or b are not able to capitalize upon. This happens for every every aspect of life. Think about the guy um who sold the Apple stock that's like like t- who sold his ten percent Apple stock for like eight hundred bucks, and that same Apple stock is worth like a billion, like like hundreds of millions of dollars right now. You know what I'm saying? Like he missed out on his opportunity. He didn't time it right, or you know. The person who dated Beyonce in high school and then broke up, whatever, like they missed the opportunity. You can miss your opportunity in everything. I feel like that's the same in romantic relationships. Like now the question is, if if you believe in like everyone has this one true soulmate, which I'm not 100 percent sure I believe in a soulmate. But if you believe that everyone has a soulmate, then it's possible that you met your soulmate, but you were not ready to receive said soulmate. Or you've met a person that will be really good for you, but you, in your um, sexual anorexia, boop, remember the word, or uh. your trauma just wasn't ready and started self-sabotaging the relationship. But that person is still good for you. It's just you it weren't good for yourself. Thus, right person, wrong time. 
Does that make sense? <clears throat> For you. Yeah, I just don't believe in it. If it doesn't work when it when it's presented to me, I'm not not really about to circle. I can miss somebody and you'll never know. Actually, I currently miss a nigga and I'm, I have no plans of reaching out to him. Why? For what? If it didn't work out the first time, I'm not double backing. And but I have a strong is, belief if the universe takes something, they're not going to leave me with nothing else. And especially something that isn't better. But my question is. And if a nigga double back, he better be with open pockets. <laughs> See, we was going somewhere and you had to just ruin it with your fucking self. Jesus Christ. Did I ruin it or give sound advice? Sound yeah. advice. Like, why does it come back to money? Like, if, if did the nigga have because a, we live in a capitalistic nation, I'm not gonna be left out. But my, but the question was about this this mystery nigga that you miss that you not gonna tell said nigga. Why does he have to come back with open pockets if you miss that nigga? If you got it, flaunt it. Beyonce gave us advice on that already. Ooh, boy, you looking like you like what you see. Won't you come over? Beyonce, Beyonce also stayed after cheating on her, being cheated on. What type of advice y'all want to take from Beyonce? Y'all, y'all taking all the advice or just picking and choosing what you want to take from her? Well, that's how you should take all advice. You pick and choose. You shouldn't take everything. That's well, okay. Keep that same energy then. I always do. Because, like, what? <laughs> Where like, am I not? Beyonce said, if you got to, Beyonce also stuck with the nigga after she cheated on him, but y'all not trying to do that. So I'm like, sure I'm not. With energy is never the same. Ooh, boy, you're looking like you like what you see. That's also about me and somebody in the club <laughs> and buying sure, drinks in the club. Which well, extend that advice into the other aspects you can't, of your you life. You can't extrapolate advice that's not meant for everything. Well. Listen, moral of the story, again, a part of shooting your shot is, is analyzing the defense or analyzing the situation. A lot of niggas take shoot your shot as, fuck it. I'm going to just shoot it wherever. I'm not going to read shit. I'm not going to fucking figure out how shit is. I'm just going to shoot. And that's where y'all get fucked up. You get, if you analyze the defense or analyze the situation and weigh the pros and cons, then you shoot. So, like, for example, this mystery nigga that you miss, you know what I'm saying, is the pros of possibly trying he to recover. He watches my snap, which is my story. So, after this, I'll tell the story. But, like, so, like, the pro is the pros of possibly rekindling the situation. No, I think more he's still than the his baby mama, so no. Okay, so okay then. See, I, we need context here. You can, oh, that's it. just a complete assumption. I'm not. I don't know. But what happened? Where, what, how did I get there? Nothing. So are you going to try to find out the actual truth? No. What the? That's pointless. Jesus Christ. I'm not going back. I'll find somebody else. But if you miss that nigga, then you want that nigga. I'll stop missing him. Or you can get what you want. Mm-mm. You stubborn. That's not a want. That's like, oh, I miss you. But I miss you to fill a void, not because I actually miss you. You know. So you miss the, you miss the position that this person played. Uh, maybe, or maybe I miss him. But either way, I'm going with the void instead of. Or you can do some no. deep diving so and figure it out. I deep dive down to my feelings. Yes, nigga. <laughs> the fuck? Yes. Ooh, have y'all not met me? Please. <laughs> we're working on making you a better person in 2018. I, I thought we were. And, and making you a better person requires you to analyze your own feelings instead I'll of trying to. be a better person with the next person. We're not. This is not about the next person or the current. It's about you, my nigga. I'm fine. I'm not dating anyways. But <laughs> you just going to miss random people and not figure out why you miss them or what the. That sound that doesn't sound very productive. Mm. 
It's not like, oh my God, I wake up and I'm like, oh, I miss uh, this person. I know, because you don't have that extreme feelings for anyone besides your mom, your bed, and, and, and assorted food and assorted cash app deposits. So I get that. Know me. So I get that. But I'm, I'm looking at it as like, hey, and yes, it's painful, but you know, sometimes we got to endure pain in order to grow. That's the whole point of exercise. So like, this is emotional exercise where like, let's examine why I feel some way. And therefore I can now fix it to make sure I don't feel a way. But when you examine that, like you have to do it for like a, from a you standpoint, like, and I'm I'm saying saying it for you. What did they do? And how did that make you feel? And then you realize you miss the feeling of something, not necessarily that person. I, so then you go talk, for we're, those we're, feelings. We're, so we're I speaking don't, the same language. I'm saying, I'm saying doing this so shit for yeah, you. So yeah, that's why I feel like, I don't know, even if you miss somebody, it's like, uh, why double back with that person? Just find those feelings somewhere else. Because if I, that person was supposed to be there, they'd be there. And again, that goes back to the disagreement that we have because I'm looking at it like sometimes the right person and it's the wrong time. Now, I'm also the person I've been known to double back a couple times. Will you? That's so cute. I've done it before. We talked about it before. I mean, on on this podcast. We have. We talked about it before. I don't double back. I stopped doing that. I mean, because again. I will double back back for some dick, though. (laughs) I will. I lied. I will double back for some dick. But just dick. Yeah, but even that has like a cutoff. I mean, it's like now again. There's a philosophy about the sequel's never as good as them. Never, it's never as good as the original. Every time. But my thing about that is, is like it's probably not because we don't examine why where the original failed, because we don't we don't like to examine our feelings about shit we just like to go either go gung-ho or ignore them or whatever the fuck we don't examine how we feel about certain shit because that requires us to examine what we may have did wrong in some shit that requires us to kind of examine how we feel about somebody and whether that feeling is because of that person or because we just miss anybody and somebody could be a placeholder for that so all of those things is why the sequel fails because if we don't examine why the original failed, then the sequel has no chance of succeeding. My viewpoint is like, it's possible that there's a right place, a right person with a wrong time. Oh, this like sexual anorexia is like a thing. It comes <laughs> up on Google. Oh. <laughs> on psychology today. <laughs> okay. Um, so, but like, we don't examine why we feel things or we don't examine why things broke fall apart and then we make the same mistake again my thing is like if it's the right person wrong time examine what made it the wrong time or if examine if it was the right time or the wrong person i'm just saying eight out of ten nine out of ten ten out of ten you're gonna realize it's not the person it's like but that requires you to do some emotional maintenance that niggas don't want to do i'm saying do emotional maintenance all right I gave you that. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I'm just saying do emotional maintenance. Like figure out why you feel certain shit, why you feel why you feel a type of way. I guess what I'm looking for you to say is you don't actually want that person back. You want something they did. I can't they brought but, to but you. I can't speak for you. I can't I mean it's possible, but I can't speak for you. Only you can speak for you. Should I if I try to speak for you, try to slap me. So like You right. There you go. Know me. Yo, violent ass. <laughs> Too bad I'm not violent though. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> okay.
anyway um anything else you want to talk about before we get to our final yesterday i posted a snap with this guy at the gym that was super cute and my um the person i missed actually looked at my snap and i was like Fuck, like you haven't been looking at my snaps lately why that one my nigga how you gonna know i miss you if you're gonna look at the one of me posting somebody talking about some, Ooh, my next man like ugh. anyways fast forward to today that the guy that I was snapping yesterday was in the gym today with his girlfriend. But there was another guy that I decided was my new gym crush, but he kept looking at me too. So it was fine. We shared mat time together. It was <laughs> cute. And he put his butt in my face, so I think he wants me to peg him. Not jumping to conclusions or anything like that. <laughs> Beloved, we as a collective gotta get you the fuck out of here. As a collective, this is this is this is why. I mean, you doing this on purpose because you trying to you trying to cut you trying to steer niggas away because you ain't fucking with niggas in twenty eighteen. <laughs> but we gotta get you out of here as as a collective because you, my friend, are some bullshit. Majority of the time. Um, You're just making me want to Google this sexual anorexia thing I'm, even I'm, more. I'm definitely going to you know, hit the Googles on it um, when, when we're done here. The um, therapist might be on to something. Yeah, um, I think I think in general um, you're starting to see you're starting to see the loneliness take effect of people. Like, it around this time because people's, people's standards are starting to lower. I've seen the height requirement, the Twitter height requirement, go from six foot to five eight. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh no, you need to be taller than me in hills and a little bit bulkier than me. I'm not a big woman, but I'm not a small woman either. Um, uh, again, I, I think I think we 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 put too much em- emphasis. I can't talk. We put too much scrutiny on our physical standards and not on like the emotional standards. Oh no, all that. Um, full circle. <laughs> it's just like, um. Well, okay. Here's what I want to talk about. Because I retweeted, so I retweeted somebody, and you added me, and so now I was like, I see you for that trill out, trill AC dude. He says some really stupid stuff, and I just be like, he oh, also says some shit that's actually smart. Stupid. He says some smart <laughs> stupid. shit. Part of the reason, and what we he what he taught what he retweeted was like, what Snell retweeted. I think somebody quoted was like, "How come in all the uh, movies it's this fine, black, you know, fine woman with this old dumbass?" Okay, that was the least stupid tweet of his, but for the most part, stupid. He's shooting about fifty percent, I would say. Okay, you're giving him a lot of court. N- nigga, fifty percent, one out of two. No. Uh, he's shooting about fifty percent. No, think. his hot takes are hot garbage. Now everyone's hot takes are hot garbage. That's why they're called hot takes, because they're designed to be fucking out there. No, but like y'all agree with them. I agree. I agree with about fifty percent. That's the issue, because fifty of your fifty are actually no, 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 no. That's too much. Twenty percent of the fifty percent of his whole thing of tweets are actually like okay. Eh, I think, but I mean. The one we talked about was like how women suck at choosing men. <laughs> like women have the standard and then the man. There's re- there's like, <clears throat> this is why it's still stupid what he said. Yeah, let's break it down. But there's like, there's actual articles 
that break down why women choose the type of women that they have a tendency to choose. These are cycles that are just now being broken. Like, there's literal scientific articles behind it. But nobody's going to, like, go back and read all that. Okay. So the, sci- so the science behind it, right? <clears throat> yes. Um, and I would ask you to send me the link to these articles. You always want somebody to do your work for you. At least give me the damn Google terms to search shit. <laughs> like, can I at least get the Google terms to search if you don't want to send me the damn article that you were that you were referring to? Okay. Sure. The, side note, this is one thing I hate. I hate when somebody else brings up some shit. I ask, hey, not even... Can you send me the link to it or send because me? Because the same way that I went about finding that information, I didn't ask somebody. I just started searching for but it. You my don't, damn but you the one that brought it up in this space. And usually, how I come up on the information is because somebody else brought it up, and I say, you know what? That sounds interesting. Let me go Google that. But he, here's my no, no. Listen, no. To me. I'm not responsible for you doing the work. If I ask, especially like, when I do the own work for myself. Listen, listen. If I, if you bring it up, at least give me the damn. So I can find. I want search. you to know I'm taking this as an excuse. No, here's co-sign his bullshit. Listen, keep I, going. I co-sign the stuff I believe in. I believe in approximately forty to fifty percent of what that man says. My point about this thing is like, if you say, if you bring in articles, I say like, hey, can you send me the link so I can <clears> read them? I'm gonna make a shirt that says "Consult Google before you consult me." But if you bring up some shit, and I'm gonna wear it every day, just. New one out the drawer. Because you're a petty individual. Gonna have a Janelle Monet uniform. You're Black co- blazer, boyfriend jeans. Because you're petty. Different heel. Because you're petty. Okay. If I if I if, if I ask like, hey, can you send me that so I can so I can receive the same information, and your response is to not be helpful and say. Just Google it. And then if I ask you what well, what Google search terms did you use, and you will say, I'll give you some Google search terms. But I'm not Googling it for you. You don't even have to Google it. You have the link readily available, apparently. No, I'm reading up on uh, sexual... Uh, sexual anorexia? I'm all in on this now. Because that's who you are as a person? I might have to go back to my therapist and ask some questions. <laughs> a lot of niggas out here sexually anorexic. Let's, be, let's keep it on it. Well, as I'm reading this, yes. <laughs> like, we just call it trust issues. But a lot of people are sexually mm, there, anorexic. It's deeper than that from what I'm reading. Um... It's just like I think everyone. I think most people have trust issues. I think, I think we've we've made trust issues in having that scar of. I've been hurt before, so I ain't trying to get hurt again. Like as like a a badge of honor, you know what I mean? What? What, you, what happened? Yeah, now I'm reading this, and a lot of people I know fit right into this definition. So, um, uh, yeah, everyone just Google it. Sexual anorexia. anorexia. Now, I will admit that sounds like one of those things that people just kind of put two words together. The term's been around since 1975. But this is legit. The reason I say that is because I see a couple of these blavity blacks who just be learning all types of phrases and then just try to put all of them in. Put it everywhere. And you're like, now you know that doesn't, you know that don't sound right, right? I can see this becoming like one of those, like triggered. If when, it becomes a hot topic. I hate when y'all niggas learn new words. I hate it. Because y'all just try to put it in everything. Like It's like, it's what black people do, though. Like, we find comfort in turning things into jokes. So even if it's a painful thing, 
I'm not even talking about jokes because I mean, joking has been African American. Um, no, but that's where it started from. Like trigger is like, oh, like you you you're on Twitter. Something is triggering because when we first said it was like trigger warning and rape, trigger warning. And or so, yeah, whatever. so oh, yeah, I got that point. But then it's like you find the joke in it, so then you take it to other things. So then now it's not on the point of something actually being triggered. It's like it's what black people do. It always gets out of control, but <laughs> like woke or melanin. Yeah, it's what I, we do. I, I just hate when y'all learn new words because it, y'all go from y'all take the point of it and make it a a joke. Now, like, now, mind you, while I'm excited for Black Panther, I am excited more to see the Black Panther think pieces die. Listen, so this other podcast I was listening to, she said she got tickets for nine a.m. and that theater has brunch. I'm calling Cinnamon Bistro tomorrow to see if they have brunch. I'm not going with the blacks and I'm not going with the whites or any other people because I'm going to go at like nine in the morning when nobody's going to be awake on like a Tuesday. Well, that's because you know why you're able to do it at 9 a.m. on a Tuesday. Still ain't got no job. <laughs> like, <laughs> Still jobless out this bit. Nah. Okay. So my, my, my planning for Black Panther is I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it opening night just for the experience of like opening night. Being around my people, I'm going. Did you to, get tickets to the one that they rented out, CYBP? Nah, cause they they did it too late. Cause by the time they announced it, I already got my tickets for uh, Oakley. Somebody had a hot take on this, though. Hear me out. Cause even I was like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me y'all are renting theaters and then upselling the tickets to me, just so I could be around some black people that I know? Yes, because it's a now. Okay, I think also. It came with like a red carpet thing, and I think there's like food involved. So I think there's like I think you like get like some concessions with that. So I don't think it's just a straight upsell. I think it's like a like you get a little some extra little a little adobe sasson with your movie ticket. <laughs> um, but no, me, I'm not going with you guys. No, but me like so I got the opening night tickets, and like we're talking like the Thursday night, Joan. Um, Oh, so when did movies start coming out on Thursday nights? They, they've been doing this. For how long? For the big ones, they've, the, the Thursday night showing. I know, like 12 a.m. usually, but like, eight? these 8 p.m. now. Yep. This is how much I don't go to the movies. Well, if, 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 think about it like the same way we used to do Black Friday shopping. It used to be Black Friday, 9 a.m., then it would turn to Black Friday, 6 a.m., then it turned into Black Friday, 3 a.m., then it turned into midnight on Thursday. Now, some Black Friday sales start like 6 p.m. on Thanksgiving Day. Like, retail people can't even enjoy their fucking Thanksgiving meal because they have to go to the damn store and deal with crazy motherfuckers who are trying to get $100 of a TV. We extend shit now. If like, anyone is in the market for a television tomorrow, oh, damn. Hmm. Don't know if this is going to be helpful to you guys since you'll be listening on Friday. But heard on the streets that people will buy televisions for Super Bowl and then return them and then they have to sell them at a marked price because they've been used. Get a deal. Hey. Also, one thing I'm super excited for um, is uh, is February 15th when all the candy goes on discount. Because, you know, I appreciate discounts. I really just want roses. Like, that's literally... I don't want to date... I don't even want to be bothered. Barely want to text. You just want a nigga to drop off roses and leave? Send them to my house. Have them delivered. Again, you are a terrible person. Um, anyways. Thank you. Thank you very much. But yeah, so my Black Panther plans are watch it, 
one time, open the night, eight I got eight eight PM with 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 all the niggas, you know what I'm saying, for the culture. Then watch it again on like a non hot time. Maybe not even a Tuesday dollar holla, because you know niggas be pipped in the Tuesday dollar holla. But on another a non time so I can actually watch said movie without y'all niggas and then start bootlegging it on my fire stick after that. So watch it once, over the weekend, pad the numbers, you know, go black people. Once in another time to actually be able to watch a movie without y'all niggas nigging <laughs> during the movie and then watch it on the fire stick whenever I want afterwards. Oh, I am triggers. Triggered. About the sexual Yes. Listen to this. <clears throat> What's more, a perplexing dichotomy is it that how you say it? Dichotomy. Dichotomy. Often exists in those who seem furthest removed from sexually avoidant behaviors, namely the sex addict. He or she may find it easy to be sexual with strangers or one night stands, but terrifying to attempt any kind of intimate, committed relationship. Thus, the cycle of cycle of binging and purging occurs. Sexual bulimia, if you will. Sexual anorexia can also show up momentarily within long-term partnerships with one party withholding sex, love, and affection from the other, either deliberately or through passive-aggressive acts such as staying late at work every night to avoid being alone with a mate. Giving a partner the silent treatment or being overly critical can also be telltale signs of intimacy avoidance. (laughs) Listen. A lot of y'all niggas need to read this. Y'all need to read this. This is the Psychology Today article. Because, like, a lot of people, I mean. I know so many people that could fit into this article. But it's also, in general, like, we tend to trust strangers with our deepest, darkest secrets versus people that actually know us. That's why post-secret is a whole last thing, is, like, people were willing to share their deepest, darkest secrets with Because nobody wants, like, the follow-up. Or they've had, they've done that in the follow-up. Yeah. And which makes sense, and it would make sense that this property would be translated to sex. Like if I'm a sexual free being who who craves that emotion or interest me of intimacy of sex, but I don't like feeling vulnerable, I'm gonna you know seek out a stranger or someone I don't know very well because if they judge me, fuck them. I don't even know this person versus someone who's really been there with me. You know, it makes sense. Or like having a strictly sexual relationship. Listen, fuck buddies. It's your girl. Fuck buddies are prevalent. And then you got to meet at their place, not your place, so you can meet, leave by in that like uh-uh. two to five o'clock range. Listen, I'm a I'm a huge fan, back when I was doing this on a regular basis, of going to their house. Because that means I can leave what I want. If you Ten come minutes to, of cuddling after the act, so I if can you get come to if, if you come to my house, then I gotta start trying to give you subtle hints or like I gotta wait for you to to figure out if you want to get the fuck out of here. And then then you start the worst the worst feeling in the world. And again, this is back when I was doing this on a regular basis. It's like the deed's done. You you know get up, use the restroom, you know clean yourself up. You come back, and this person has made themselves comfortable, like snuggled up in your blankets and shit. Like, like they ready to go to sleep for the night. And you're like, uh, <laughs> you want to be, oh no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> you supposed to get up and get, get out and get something. Nigga, like you ain't supposed to, cause I, I don't like sleeping in the bed with people. Cause I, I sleep a little while. I need my space. I don't like, you know, sleeping in the bed with somebody unless I really fuck with you. So it'd be the worst 
when you come back, hoping this person's got to, you know, start getting their shit together. And then they're just like comfortable. And that's why you got to invest. Why you got to have your homie that you give the red alert to so they can call, make up some shit <laughs> to force everybody out of the house. So you can go get sleep in peace. Any other thing that you want to talk about before we get up and get out and get something, you know, before we beat this apparent winter Apocalypse. storm that's coming. I still got to get dinner. Um, I think I'm hungry again. Yeah, I still got to get dinner, but it's like, do I want to cook or do I want to be lazy? It's, it's kind of a thing. Um, any, anything else you want to talk about? Uh, that's it. All right. Shameless plug. Um, I am. By the time you hear this, um, I will be performing in Columbus, the Poetry Slam, on Saturday, February tenth. Um, I'll have a have a little description in the podcast episode uh link. You know, performing in Columbus Saturday, December tenth. That's Saturday, February tenth. Excuse me. Uh, doors open at seven thirty. Show starts at eight fifteen. Trying to win some money. It's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a poetry slam competition. So if you are in the area or if you want to come into Columbus and support, I will obviously appreciate it um, forever. And also, please make sure to follow us on Twitter at SYS Podcast, on Instagram at, at Shoot Your Shot Pod, and on Facebook at Shoot Your Shot Pod, as well as communicate with us with either the hashtag, hashtag ShootYourShotPod, or email us any questions or topics that you want us to talk about at ShootYourShotPod at gmail.com. Um, so with that being said, signing off, it's your boy C. Diddy, a.k.a. Kyrie Curving, a.k.a. Um, that's it. I'm hungry. And my co-host Stephanie, we out. You don't say my name for me? Yeah. Mm, bye. Bye. <laughs> yep, nigga. Gang shit. <laughs> gang in this bitch. Gang in this bitch.